0: Well, good morning. This is Ed's bookshelf. Glad you're with us this morning. We're continuing with No Sad Song in My House. Appears to be getting pretty interesting. This is part four. Please, Robert Jr., not this evening, she said, as if in pain. May, you look like you don't care about yourself anymore. You're dirty. Your hair is messed up. And you're wearing the same old clothes. What's going on, May? He begged for some answer from her, displaying more care than she was giving herself. What's going on, May? Tell me, he pleaded again. May stood up and started to leave the table, then stopped and looked at him. For the first time, he saw in her sister's eyes something never seen before. Nothing the gleam of fire dancing in her eyes she once had, the beauty that was only hers was missing. His beautiful May had left. Of this he needed no assurance. Taking her hand slowly, he said, May, what's wrong? Please tell me, May. You look like the life has been drained out of you. She took her hands away slowly, turned and went into the bathroom, leaving Robert Jr. still standing, waiting for an answer that never came. Once, in the darkness of the bathroom, she pulled the string attached to the ceiling light bulb, and the room was instantly filled with the only thing that a lie can't face, the light of truth. Slowly, she raised her head to look in the mirror. The face that looked back at her was that of a stranger, one she had never seen before. Who is this, she thought to herself. Robert Jr. was right. Her hand rubbed her face slowly. Shaky fingers traced the curve of her cracked lips She turned the cold, cold water and in them and slowly lowered her face into her hands. The sudden cold made her shiver. Slowly, she removed the dirty robe. As she laid the robe aside, she turned back to the mirror. Looking into the mirror, her eyes followed the stranger's gaze as it slowly moved down her body passed her slip to her right arm. In the bend of the arm, she watched as the strange woman's finger slowly touched the blackened line, followed it until it reached a dried blood spot. Following the stranger's gaze slowly up the mirror, she stopped when they met face to face. Softly, she whispered to the stranger in the mirror. Let me go. Please, let me go. Somehow, she knew what the strange woman's answer would be. Slick was a hustling man. He cared only for money, the touch of it, the color of it, and the power of it. Everyone in the complex knew about Slick. His temper was legendary. His fear, he had none. Other men paid him homage. They did so because he was for them perhaps what they always wanted to be. They liked his clothes, flashy with words. But more than all these, they liked his dope. The complex was a quiet place where families struggled to make it, to squeeze life out of living. While there on very hot days, all the tenants would be gathered in the center of the complex. It was a safe haven against the outside disdain of them as a people who happened to be different, yet different only in color. They would barbecue, loud music would be playing, aimless talk and gaiety would be the order of the day. They all knew each other, at least on the surface of their lives. They shared, complained, and discussed life with each other. They all feared Slick, yet they admired him also. He always had food to give them when they were short. He loaned money when checks were late. Slick knew that this was his domain. He allowed known drug users to come into the complex. Drugs were sold in the alley behind the complex or someplace else. Never where he lived. One time an intoxicated user made the mistake Of bring to the complex. It was a hot and humid day, a mixture for which St. Louis was known. Where's Slick? I got business. The visitor bellowed loudly. The music was turned down as people stopped their play to look at the stranger who had come into their world uninvited. Hey, Slick, man, where you are? He continued his mantra. Suddenly, it was as if the sun had felt the chill of a winter's blast. The silence was deafening. Slick had opened his apartment door and had started coming down his steps with a large metal shovel in his hand. His face was a contortion of rage and peace, mixed as only Slick could exhibit it. Come here. His voice was strong, demanding. I said, come here. He said again, softly. The intoxicated man stopped, frozen in his steps. Slick man, uh, I was looking for you. It was too fast for terrified tenants to grasp. The shovel sounded flat against the face of the intoxicated man. The third was the agonizing sound of bones being broken. The brightly colored blood masked the man's face and clothing. He fell to his knees, both hands attempting to hold his remaining facial parts together. The second blow broke his arm. There would have been a third blow, but Miss Cat pleaded, Slick, please, please. He turned and looked at her with the same degree of anger as he had for the drug user. She felt the chill of his look and returned to her apartment. Slick approached the sickening man lying in a huddle on the ground. Crawl on out of here. You should be dead, but these people don't want no dead dogs in their complex, said Slick in a tone that the half-dead man could barely hear for his pain. As the user started to crawl with his broken body, Slick informed him, When I hear from you again, it had better be on a postcard from a place I don't know where to reach you at. As Slick turned to go back into his apartment, he paused. and informed, awesome tenants. You all don't worry about nothing here. You go on and party, go ahead. He turned slowly toward the apartment and his eyes met Maybelline's. Hers was fastened on his face. The stares were brief. He smiled and he knew she was afraid too. He went into his apartment and the party continued. Time continued to pass as it must and Robert Jr. continued to work hard and complain about his sister's behavior. Maybelline continued as well. It was on a Sunday evening that the pain experienced by one person should never have to occur, especially to someone who loved as deeply as Robert Jr. End of part four.